I'm Lauren. And I'm Ashley. And this, guys, is Nip Tuck Pod. We are your girl chat. We say the things you want to hear, the things that you're thinking but you don't want to say out loud. And we're all about being strong, aspirational women who basically don't give a... Uh, Lauren, anyway, if you want unfiltered chat, amazing beauty and product recommendations, then look no further, guys. This is the podcast where you will get all of the girly chat. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. You then made some real dick moves and I was like, you know what? got other options yeah fuck you i'm going to get married on the telly screw you i've got a husband waiting <laughs> that is it hello everybody and welcome to vicky patterson the secret too this week i am joined by star of maths liverpool legend and let's face it one half of my favorite couple this series it's adrian everybody Woo! Oh, nice to meet you <laughs> i know it's so so fucking weird because what I should be saying is like, oh, nice to meet you. How are you? But instead, I'm just like, did you shag Thomas? Like, I feel like, <laughs> no, but I feel like I know you so well. Like, you must be getting this all the time, Shirley. Yeah, it's funny, isn't it? Like, people, I, this girl came up to me last night and she said, oh, Adrian. But I, she, the way she spoke to me, it was like I actually knew her. So I'm like, oh, I'm sorry. Uh, do I know you? And she was like, no, but I know you. I was like, all oh, right, okay, it's the telly thing. Okay. But like sometimes people's reactions, I'm like, oh, I don't, I think, I, I think I've forgotten who they are. I'm like, who's, what's the name? What's the name? I've got a clue. Never met them. But that's what's so lovely about how you and Thomas came across in this series. And like, I always consider it to be like such a huge compliment whenever somebody comes up to me and they're like, you're all right, Vicky, how's your mom? And I do the same. I go, have I met this person somewhere before? Like, did I used to work with them? Like, yeah. are they a friend of me, mams? And actually, they're not. They just follow you on Insta. Yeah. Or in your case, I've watched you on, like, maths. And you've done such a lovely job of put, putting yourself across as an authentic version of you and a nice person that they think they know you. And I always, I always, I love it. I think it's a real oh, compliment. It's so lovely. And everyone's so nice. Yeah. Like, I'm like, thank goodness, because there's a lot of people that are coming up to me. And if they didn't, like me then that might not be pleasant so actually everyone's so nice you know I don't know why the rest of the cast are getting on but everyone's lovely to me no honestly I am um, I don't know over the years I have had my fair share like obviously in later years it's been predominantly really sunny and lovely but god yeah back in the day I'll always remember mate and like th- this won't happen to you but I I remember getting a cup of piss thrown at me at a fucking PA <laughs> oh my god <laughs> That's terrible. It was awful. It didn't hit us. Like, luckily, I remained urine-free. Okay, but, great. But, yeah, I just remember this, like, cup going sailing past my head. And then the DJ behind being like, that was fucking piss. And I was oh. like, oh, my God. So, no, I, I often think... I mean, yes, back in the day, I was doing a lot of nightclub appearances. You're not, People have had a drink. Their judgment's impaired. You know, they wouldn't... Yeah. 
I wouldn't be walking down Northumberland Street and get lashed with a cup of piss. I, I think I think that's a bit much. But I often think it's how you present yourself, you know, based like how the public react to you. And you've done yourself a real and I hope I'm not being patronizing when I say this, but like your whole community. I feel like oh, you've that's... done a real service, mate. That's the most important thing. You know, I'm terrible. I mean, as you saw on the show, I'm a crier. I'm a crier too. I'm such a crier. Like, instantly, I'm like, like, when I'm doing, like, the little Instagram stories sometimes, anything to do with that, I have to do them about six times. I'm like, I can't cry. Stop crying. Like, but I can't. It makes me so emotional. Like, when someone's like, you, it's weird because people are like, you've inspired me to feel this way. You've inspired me to feel that way. And, you know, I've been through those battles when I was younger, and as much as it's so much better now for, for queer people, it's it's still not. It's not perfect, is it? No. You know, I, I had some some girl message me and said, um, you know, what if I'm at threat from my family? And I'm like, you, I, and then I feel responsible. And I'm like, I, I, I can't advise you. No. I, I, I want to advise you, but I don't know how to advise you. Like, you need some someone professional. So I found her, like, this professional line that she could call and I was like maybe you should call these guys but I'm so sorry I'm not comfortable yeah to be able to help you with this situation it's too imagine you guys said the wrong thing you know no I know and like oh I think instantly you know just being on tv and feeling like you're representing like any group of people you know I feel like you already feel like you have the weight of the world on your shoulders and yeah, it's responsible. Yeah, so much so um I'm always really shocked when I hear things like that because I'm I've always considered myself an ally. I hope that's like the, like even before being an ally was a thing, like I yeah. loved the gay friends. I absolutely loved, like love the community. But yeah, I think I naively assume it's r- really great for you to just be whatever way you want to be these days. But quite clearly based on that message and, and things I've heard, so, there there is still struggles going on. There is. And, you know, I was surprised though, I'll say, I did expect to get some some sort of, uh, if it was on Twitter or something, something to do with the fact that we were gay. And I ne- never saw anything. I mean, I might have missed some, but I never saw anything. It was always, you know, this happened or that happened or this happened. It was never actually anything to do with the fact that we were gay. Yeah. It was just, so, and I love that. You know, I like to go by my life just going, oh, who, who are you? I'm Adrian. I'm not the gay one. I don't yeah. want to be did that you know it's just a part of me and that's that's how I live my life I just go along a man who happens to be gay that's yeah it. you don't and, and then I'd never I've I've completely got that vibe from you I never felt like your sexuality defined you at all um but it's it is really interesting to actually when I was watching the series and I'm so far behind and very angry about it because I've read all the spoilers as well but um yeah I've been working away for two weeks and it just threw everything into disarray but when I watched you and Thomas you know I never thought if he was a gay couple I just thought he was a couple I saw love and that's why it's so important for shows like Married at First Sight and you know the more to come they actually do have this type of representation right to encourage yeah. to be a norm in our homes even those homes that don't have lgbtq people in it and i think married at first sight is a really good job for it actually even with us on like sets you know within the production no one ever made us feel like the gay couples it was no different you were a part of the 10 couples that were there and that was it and it was never discussed nothing was ever discussed it was always just 
that was it. There was sometimes when we had like a boy or a girl day split, like the husbands or the wives, they just say, you know, do you want to go with the husbands? I'd be like, absolutely, I want to go with the husbands. I'm not going with them. Frightening. Frightening. You can send Tom in there. Tom fucking loved it as well. You could clearly see he just laughed it up. Like I remember what, because that was one of my questions. I was thinking, even though I felt like you were very much an anchor for Tom, you provided him a safe space to really be himself and all the rest of it. And I definitely thought you were the calmer of the couple. Um, I definitely, I always, I, one of my questions was like, oh, how did you decide which way to go? Did you just want to be like, wherever there's less drama, I'm going there? I wanted to be wherever Zoe was. <laughs> Love you so much. Yeah. Oh. I just want to go with Zoe. I don't care where she is. Wherever she is, I will follow that woman to the end of this earth. I'm sorry, but I feel like that should be your motto for life. I just want to be where Zoe is. <laughs> That's it. She's coming tonight. I can't wait. I'm so excited. She's coming to see me. I can't wait. So, honestly. She is like, honestly, as I said, I'm far behind. Um, annoyingly and I've still got so many to binge but yeah she's becoming a real highlight for oh, me but so she like works up as the series goes on I think both of us did yeah. like especially me like they're like Adrian doesn't speak for the first three episodes <laughs> and then by the end who's the one causing the murder at the final dinner party <laughs> this again that's it that's <laughs> had enough by that final dinner party I was like you know what here we go you're having it I I honestly think though like there's only um so much any one person can take you know and you had been incredibly measured throughout the series and I also think you'd managed to temper Thomas in um a lot of ways you know um and I mean that's you're only one man that's quite a difficult (laughs) job so yeah I think you deserved your moment and the series was all the better for it at the end I love I love I can't wait to watch that bit the clips I've seen have been fantastic oh no it was it was a moment and it was I am watching it sort of objectively and I'm going this is very good television (laughs) it was really like all of the the way that they had everything was pinned into place perfectly and actually it wasn't edited that bit runs through but it was it was heavy in that room that day heavy it's mad isn't it because often like I think um there is a lot of duty of care in these reality tv shows Mm. these days which I quite rightly quite rightly so I think there needs to be a lot you know we've had tragedies in this um space over the last couple of years so I think it's important that people's like mental health and well-being and everything is being taken into consideration but it's a very fine line to walk isn't it like you want people to be safe and you want them to be sort of um protected when the show comes out but you've also I think I want people to be fairly represented as well like I want to see what people are actually like and I do want to be entertained that's why I'm watching shows like maths yeah and I think you guys like I was actually I did a show this week and um Charlene was on as like the guest therapist um and I actually gave her this compliment as well I was like you've filled a space in in British TV that I absolutely think needed to be filled yeah Oh, I just think this series of maths has been fantastic. We're proud to be a part of it. I'm so proud of it. And you know what? Like, some people will probably not agree with this, so it might be slightly controversial, but there is some heavy subjects that are dealt with in this. And I find it a little tricky when people are like, you know, you shouldn't really be dealing with those subjects. And I'm like, but it is reality television. Mm-hmm. And it is reality. And you sort of, it gets people shout at it that it's fake and it's edited. 
But then when the harsh real bits are there, you think it's wrong. But someone in this in this country is suffering whatever problem is being dealt with. And so at least maybe they can see it. And, you know, there were so many people who just messaged me alone saying, you know, I'm going through this and I've, you know, been able to think about you see see how you've come across with your the way you've presented yourself and that's made you feel better so you know whether it's an issue with Gemma or with April or you know anyone uh, there's representation there and you know I I'm proud that the show wasn't scared to go to those scarier places one size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes nice dress uh it's a it's a t-shirt until you tried it on same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. But then I think that's really part of like a Channel 4 and an A4 and everything. Yeah. Like that's their, it's under that umbrella, isn't it? They're not afraid to push boundaries and, and have yeah. these quite difficult conversations. And I think all the more credit to them because it's made something very special. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> it's less glossy. Yeah. But then it's still like... It's still very glossy. Like, you guys looked great. Those dinner party scenes, like, I was literally, I loved them. I thought they were so sassy. Oh, yeah, they were. And they look lovely as well. Yeah. Um, no, it was great. It was, it was so stressful trying to get your outfit ready. They'd be like, right, we've got dinner tomorrow. And then when we did the retreat one, uh-huh. they were like, right, so the outfit that you're wearing, that's not going to work. Um, because we're, cause they didn't tell us we were going on the retreat. And they're like, you're going away tomorrow. That won't work. And I'm like, well. Where, where am I getting an outfit from then? Where, I don't have one. I can't pull it out the air and you won't let me out the house. So I don't know what I'm going to do. Oh so my God. You had some pretty fire fashion moments though, Adrian. Like oh, you yes. definitely pulled it out the bag. Have you always, like, did you have, was there a stylist on set? Was there someone there to have you? Or was this all you, babe? Oh no, you don't get any help. You've just got to sit panicking, trying to get your order in on time. Like, like no, you don't. Thoughts, like, ah. yeah, 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 please, please, please. And then you're like, well, what if it, you know, one week it came and it didn't fit? And I'm like, what am I going to do? And Thomas would always just sat there like, you just stress so much. I'm like, I don't care, I can't go. Like there was moments when I was the stressy one and Thomas would just be like, chill. <laughs> he just wouldn't care. He'd be ready in about three minutes. And, and I'd be like, what's going on? Like, I don't have time. I would never be ready, ever, ever. <laughs> And they'd be like, your car's here. I'd be like, is it? <laughs> is it, yeah? Well, I can fucking wait. <laughs> yes, I'm sorry. I am stressed. And they're like, it's not a big deal. I'm like, oh, you go on telly. You go on telly then. What do you mean it's not a big deal? <laughs> I'd be, I think over the, over the years... I've definitely relaxed a bit more, you know. Like yesterday I did a show and um, I forgot my shoes. 
<laughs> so I had to do the full thing barefoot. And like, you know, 10 years ago, the idea of not having the right shoes or not being barefoot, yeah. like, it would have sent my head into a spin, which like, you know, because you're new to it. It's exciting. You want to present yeah. yourself in the best exactly. way possible. But yeah, let us tell you, Adrian, if you're 10 years in and still doing this, you'll be doing it barefoot and not give a fuck, mate. Oh, yeah. I mean, you get more relaxed as you go about everything, though, don't you? You know, at first I was like really worried about how I was on camera and must, you know, try and present perfectly. And then by the end, I'm like, oh, screw it. I don't care. Yeah. Uh, but then that so came across and it was so lovely to see you relax into yourself and proper let your genuine nature because I know there's elements of you that are, are you know are slightly more reserved and measured yeah. um, and I love that actually I definitely um I feel like I would love to have more of those qualities myself I always work on, like to try and be less reactive so I loved it when you were like that but then I definitely when you started to relax and give it a bit I thought oh, oh, yeah. fuck I fucking love this side as well you've got to the thing is though like everyone is like how are you the calmest of all the people in all the land well, like I, all your mates or just everybody no uh, no no from people from the t- like who've come and commented from the tv show and I'm like why well, not I'm just, I'm raging, but I'm just choosing to not play it. Like, but I've been, I've been like the fire cracker of my friend group for years. It's taken me years to have to sort of work on, you don't always have to say what you're thinking, Adrian. Like it used to be a constant stream. And now I just go, actually, uh, it's it's one of the biggest things I've learned from this is, you know, do you know when you're there and you're sat there and you're just wanting to go for it? And then I've now learned to go, right, do I need to say this right now? No, if I want to say it, I'll say it tomorrow. And then the next day I'm always so, I literally wake up and go, I'm so glad I never did that. I'm so glad I didn't. Because once you're in it, and the thing with my temper, once it's gone and Mm -hmm. I'm up here, getting me to simmer down is not, I essentially have to leave and go to bed. Like I'm gone. There's no coming back from it. I've seen red and it's, I'm out. (laughs) I totally get that. And I do think it's part of getting slightly older and more mature and just, you know, not having the energy for it really. But when I was younger, I thought every single action deserved and needed a reaction. Yes. You know, and I was constantly arguing or constantly shouting or constantly just like, stewing silently you know and it was when I sort of got to my 30s I think it took us that age like to sort of think e life's too short to just be walking around like this coiled spring Vicky you need to relax yeah and I think also another thing that I've taken away from the show is to take responsibility of myself and my actions as opposed to you know, just like shouting, well, they did this, so I'm going to do this. No, but it was still you. Yes, they did do it and they were wrong, but you chose to respond to it. So just to be a bit more like responsible for my behavior, like it just because I would just go, well, I did that because he said that and it was there. And, uh, and he that, fucking started uh, it. You know, it was him, it was there. Like, but actually, but uh, they did do that and they were wrong, but I responded. And that was my responsibility. And I think it's taken me years. I had therapy years ago after I'd had a breakup. And um, the therapist was like, right, okay, so so that that, that one's on you. And I'm like, what? No, he did this and this and this and this. How's it on me? And he said, but you allowed it. And I I didn't allow it. And he's like, well, you did. Because he did it once and then he did it again. So the second time you've allowed it. 
It's on you now because you've chose to stay for that. You've chose to accept it. So it's your, that's that's on you. And it took me a while. I'm going to kill you to the therapist. I'm going to kill you. (laughs) It's your fault. That would have been such a bitter pill to swallow, Adrian. Like, Uh, I would have hated it. Like, now I really love receiving. I I mean, I'm never, right, that's probably a step too far. Nobody loves receiving constructive criticism. But, you know, I can, I'm absolutely more open-minded these days. And I can be like, yeah, you know, potentially that was a bit hot-headed or, you know, maybe I'm not thinking about how the other, you know, I can receive that information now. But, yeah, back sort of in the day I definitely didn't have a very good I didn't have like I I wasn't as receptive shall we say to things like that but it's a sounds as though you really learned a lot from this series I did and you know looking back at you know the way you're saying you used to be so hot-headed and fiery I was the same I can look back at that though and go I'm much happier now you are so much happier right so much happier that I'm not angry. I think I used to be angry with a lot of things in the world, you know. I'd be angry about being gay. I'd be angry about this. I'd be angry about that. You know, I was angry. And now I've gone, well, actually, I'm having a nice day. Don't worry about it. If he's over there being a dickhead, then so be it. Yeah, Whatever. that's him. That's, that's on him. him. Yeah. And, you know, I, I'm going to say this, and I hope I'm not out of line. Like, I think no. my anger was misguided when I was younger. Um, I was mad about some big things. And because I didn't want to, like, you know, I didn't want to address them. I Probably because I didn't have the tools, actually, to address yeah. them and, and sort of work out what was wrong and all the rest of it. It ended up manifesting itself that I was just angry at everything. Yeah. And it's not really the case. Like, when I got older and sort of was able to sit with my own thoughts a bit more and actually sit in myself and just feel my feels. I worked out the things that I was feeling angry about, you know, and then I got therapy for them. And sort of all the rest of the stuff didn't really bother me as much after that. So I think when you address the big things, like for you probably coming to terms with your sexuality potentially. Yeah, yeah, that took me a long time. You know, there was a time when I really sort of wanted to suppress that. And there's been times when I really wanted to push it. And I could never quite figure it out. But I guess, you know, when you come out at the age of like 18 or whenever, you you then, you're then starting to get to know yourself from there because you've been hiding so much. And so you're you're starting to get to know yourself where a five-year-old is starting to develop, you know, they start to develop relationship skills, you know, at the age of five, she's got a boyfriend in school and, but little things like that, they make a difference to how you develop throughout the rest of your life. So when you start all of those things 10 years later than everyone else, you know, you've got a bit of catching up to do and it feels really confusing. And then, and you know, as well. I, be, I got really upset watching any like gay media. I'd be like, well, everyone dies, everyone this. It's not nice. I don't like it. Nothing's nice. And I just felt really sad and I felt really upset about being gay. I didn't want to be gay. I wanted to, I just wanted to go and get, I did, if I wasn't gay, I'd have been married with kids at 25, 100%. That's mm. just me. I'd have already done that. But, you know, I've taken the years to, you know, see what's great about my life. And I'm, and I'm not gay. I'm Adrian. Yeah. Oh, oh, what a lovely point to end part one. I feel like I'm just chatting to an old friend. Will you come back in part two? I should probably ask you some of the questions my producer wrote. <laughs> Hope you got questions. Yeah. <laughs> I've just been fucking having a lovely time. <laughs> Good. Me too. Thank you. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 